Pasha Shmini, we read about the Misa of Tadikim. We read about the death of Nadav Avil, the two great sons of Aaron Akayin, Kalim in their own right, and the tragic way that they died when they wanted to bring Keturis into the Kodesh HaKadashim. Now the, the Pasuk juxtaposes the deaths of Nadav Avil to the Avod of Yom Kippur. Hashem tells Aaron Akoyin about the Avod of Yom Kippur, Acharei Moishnei B'nei Aaron. And on this Chazal learn that just like Yom Kippur is Mechaper, atones for us, in a similar vein, the death of Tadikim also atones. But, this is one of two places in the Torah where it talks about the fact that the death of Tadikim is Mechaper. The other one is when it refers to what we're going to read tomorrow as the Maftir of Parshas Para. And when the Torah in Parshas Chukas brings the story of the Para Adoma, the Halachas of the Para Adoma, it's immediately followed by the Misa, the Ptira of Miriam Hatzadekis. And here also, Chazal learn that just like the Misa of Atalik is like the Paraduma, in that they both Mechaper. Now one can ask a question. The deaths of Nadav and Avil were tragic, sudden, unexpected. And it was a blow to Aaron and his family, a tremendous shock for Klai Yisrael. We can understand why such a thing would be a kapara. It was a punishment. But if we're talking about the death of Miriam Hatzadekis, Miriam who at the time was 126 years old, Miriam who died peacefully, what you call Mrs. Neshika, without any suffering, without any pain. So people are going to die. That's been the situation since the time of Adam Arishan. And if that's the case, why do we look at the miss of Miriam as something which is part of the Israel? Something we would expect to happen. It's unfortunate. It's sad. But it's not an oinish. It's not a particular punishment. So what's the difference between these two events? And the answer is if we mudaik the Gemara itself, there's a difference between the kapara of the Misa of Nodav Avil, which is compared to Yom Kippur, and the kapara of the death of Miriam and Tadekis, which is compared to the Parah Adama. They aren't put together. There's two separate, if one wants, types of kapara. The kapara of Yom Kippur is compared to the deaths of Nodav Avil. Because what was the effect that the Misa of Nodav Avil had on Klai Yisrael? They saw, they were shaken, and they felt if such tzaddikim as the sons of Aaron could be punished so severely for infringing on the Kedush of the Beis and Mikdush, then so much more all of us. And as Chazal say, 
It causes people to increase their level of Yerushalayim. If Tzadikim aren't immune from punishment, then Kalvachayim are people who are not Tzadikim. People who are further removed from the category of Tzadikim should be afraid of punishment. And therefore, punishment, yes. In an untimely and sudden fashion, yes. That's what inspires people to do tshuva. That's what increases people's Yerushalayim. And that's like Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is also Yom Kippur is also a day of tshuva if a day of kapara if a person does tshuva. The Mitzvah Tzadikim which inspire people to tshuva have the effect of kapara that Yom Kippur has. But there's a second type of Mitzvah Tzadikim as well. The type of Mitzvah Tzadikim which we look at when we notice Tzadikim such as Miriam and Avia who died because HaKadosh Baruch Hu was next that everybody is going to die. They went back to Shemayim B'Kdusha V'Tayro and there was no shock. And there was no lesson so to speak of Yerush Shemayim HaKadosh Baruch Hu meant to learn. And this is compared to the Paraduma. We don't find that the Kapara Paraduma necessarily came about through Chavah. But the truth is, we don't find that the Paraduma was Mechaper. The Paraduma was Matira person. If a person came into contact with a mace, then the Paraduma would be the means for a person to regain his Tyra, his purity. And there's a point here to understand as well. And that is, there's a certain balance that a person has of his mitzvahs and his avarice. There's a certain balance Klai Yisrael have. There's a collective burden that we bear of the avarice of the whole of Klai Yisrael. And at times, when there's a kitrog, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has to reduce, so to speak, that the weight of the avarice we're holding, we're carrying, And how does he do that? How does he do that? So, by taking away a certain amount of the, let's say, Kedusha, the good that all the Kedusha has, so it can take with it a certain amount of Avera. Now, if we're talking about an individual person, so it's true, the death of any individual, well, there's a certain lack now of Kedusha that Yisrael collectively don't have, and therefore it can counterbalance, take away a certain amount of the level of Tumah, of the burden of Averis that we've accumulated as well. But, for a certain individual, average individual, that's only a little bit. Firstly, whatever is taken away with his material, with his demise, is firstly the, his own burden of Averis. And even if he would be in the category of a Tariq, that his mitzvahs outweigh his Averis, but the question is how much more are, is, so to speak, is there a credit? Now, is how much does it lessen 
the communal balance of death at Klai Yishmael's. Whereas if HaKadosh Baruch takes a tzaddik, and if that's the case, the tzaddik doesn't have his own avarice. And therefore, it can counteract so much more of the collective misdeeds of Klai Yisrael. And the greater the tzaddik is, so the more taking him away counterbalances, so to speak, the amount of avarice that there are. And this doesn't mean that the tzaddik has to die in an unnatural or tragic fashion. As long as the tzaddik is alive, his being part of Klai Yisrael gives Klai Yisrael that, that, that added level of schus. They also add to the, the, so to speak, the collective merits of Klai Yisrael all the schus in the tzaddik has. And when the tzaddik gets taken away, then we as Klai Yisrael have lost all those schusim. But at the same time, it can be used to balance as a counter to all the many, many avarice which it will take at the same time with it. And therefore, the Misa of a Tzadik acts as a Kapara to Klai Yisrael. And therefore, we find expressions in Chazal of a Tzadik dying and it being considered similar to the deaths of many people. And the reason is because the effect which is brought about when the Tzadik dies the amount that it takes away from the collective debt of Klai Yisrael would be the equivalent of many individuals dying to make up that same amount. So for example, when Yarbe Menashe dies, so the Apostle calls it as if 60, 36 people died, the Roy of the Sanhedrin. When it talks about the Aaron HaKadosh being, being brought back to Beit Shemesh, and the people of Beit Shemesh were punished, then 50 and 70,000 people died. And here too, Chazal say that 50 people died, but their collective, so to speak, impact on Klai Yisrael was as if 50,000 people died. So 70, 50,000. The 70 people died was like 50,000 people were taken. Because the effect of the Mesa of Atzalek on the balance of the death that Klai Yisrael has is commensurate to how many, so to speak, people he's being mechaper for. And this is why the Misa of Atzadik is similar to the Paradom. The Paradom also came to Mechaper in the sense that it came to Metayr. It didn't need Shiva. But it took away the Tumma of a mess. And the same thing here also. The, nif- the Misa of Atzadik comes to take away Tumma. The Misa of Atzadik comes, so to speak, to cleanse Klai Yisrael collectively from the communal burden of Averis that we share. That would be a good verse in this week's Pasha, both the story of Narav and Avil, and the uh, Pasha's Para, the, the tire brought to bed by the Paradam. But one can't not discuss current events as well. It's a week... We've just finished the Shiva for the God Ladar. Chaim Kanievsky is a friend of the And of course, we we know that in this Dar, he was a Tariq. And if that's the case, his Ptira, his being taken from the world, is a Mrs. Sadiqim which causes a Kapara. Yes, he was an old man, he's 94. He died suddenly without his sermon, it was a Kayin Mrs. Neshika. 
but it's not different to the miss of Miriam, Miriam Atadekis. And that's Mechaper because it takes away, so to speak, so much of the death that Klai Yisrael has unfortunately built up of Avera. At the same time, the, we've lost the Shosim. For someone who was learning Kara Terakura, was Yogea Beter Yama Belayla. So, yes, we've lost the balance. We've lost the Shos of the Tariq with us. At the same time, it takes away a tremendous amount of the communal burden of Avera. Personally, I happened to be last week after the Levaya in the Jewish cemetery of Warsaw. And in the cemetery of Warsaw is a mass grave for Jews who died of starvation, of disease during the time of the Warsaw Ghetto. And the mass grave, we were told, are lying the bodies of a hundred thousand Jewish people. A hundred thousand Jewish people. Just afterwards, we saw pictures of Rav Chaim's Streets thronging with hats of people before beyond what I can see. They should all live and be well. But it gives a person an idea what it means a hundred thousand people. A hundred thousand people. And it reminded me of a story. A story which is told about the Chafet Chaim. During the First World War, where the area where the Chofetz Chaim lived was pretty much the battle zone, Chofetz Chaim and his family relocated deeper into Russia. Together with him was his daughter and son-in-law of Hirsch Levison. The Chofetz Chaim was very close to the Hirsch. Together they learned and wrote parts of the Mishnah Rav is also a tremendous Tamil Chacham, a tremendous Tzaddik. And he, at the beginning of the war, he suddenly died. Leaving behind his heartbroken family. It was a big blow. And the Chavetz Chaim tried as much as he was able to try and comfort his daughter, Rav wife. Unsuccessfully. And eventually she cries to him and she says, she doesn't understand. Rav Hirsch is such a tzaddik, such a balmidus, such a tamil chacham. How could it be that Hashem would punish him so suddenly? What could he have done wrong? And what's recorded is the Chafetz Chaim's response to her. Was, my daughter, Hashem had two options. He could have either taken Rav Hirsch, or you could have killed a third of Kal Yisrael. What did you want him to do? That's an amazing thing to think about. Chofetz Chaim's choice of language. Either of Hirsch or a third of Kal Yisrael. Why? Because we know in the Second World War, Based on the statistics of the time, there were 17 to 18 million Jews alive before the war. 
and six million got killed. That's a third of Klai Israel. In the First World War, we lost Rav Hush. In the Second World War, we lost a third of Klai Israel. And the idea is the same. The myth of a tzaddik which was mechate. Because if it wasn't the one individual who was taken and, and through his being taken reduces the communal death of Klai so much, then it's going to take many, 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 many individuals each one taking a little bit of that accumulated, so to speak, burden of Avera to achieve the same result. And that's maybe the Nechama in the midst of a tzaddik. There's a sense of loss. Because Klai Yisrael's schusim collectively stand together. And when a tzaddik's with us, then we have the benefit of all his schusim as well. As a protection, as a way of finding merit for Klai Yisrael. And when the tzaddik dies, that's something we've lost. The schus of somebody who is learning and knowing and always revising Kala Tarakula. The schus of somebody who was Shakur Kol Kuloi. In the Yagir Satar, it's the exclusion of everything else. Something Klai Yisrael is lost. But at the same time, the Hashem is taken away from the Kedusha, from the Schosim, from the level of Klai Yisrael, by taking away the Tzadik. Together with that, it takes away so much of the Averis, so to speak, for which Klai Yisrael are deeply in debt. And that may miss the But there's one more point. Maybe a practical one, but just to finish off this idea. It's brought in the psalm that when the tzaddik dies, so all those areas where his schusim had been supporting Klai Yisrael, all those areas where he was prov- had his merits, so to speak, were the engine which was in connect- creating the connection between us and the Shechina, between Hashem and ourselves. So now that the Tzadik has gone, that him being used as the connection, as the link is no longer there. But the link there has to be. And therefore there's an opportunity for other people to try and in some way assume some of the role that the Tzadik was playing. We find the Gemara says when Rav died, his Talmudim each took over one of his Anhogas. One of the good, one of the meritorious practices that he kept because no one was doing them once Rav was no longer. And therefore, by each time we're taking over, taking on a small part of what he was doing, they became the next generations, so to speak, conduits of bringing that bracha, that kadosh back to Klai Yisrael. Now that Reb Chaim is no longer here, Kala Torah Kula, the entire Torah is waiting for someone to take it on. Who's going to learn the entire Tosefta every year? Who's going to learn the Masechus Kainas every year? Who's going to learn Yerushalmi every year? 
Who's going to learn all the obscure Midrashim every year? Who's going to finish the entire Toshul Chanarach with Ramam every year? These were all factors which Klayishul benefited from collectively because we had Reb Chaim. And now, they're all open, they're all available. And if that's the case, the chizuk that one can take from the death of a tzarek, the nechama we already spoke about. It's true, we lost a tremendous amount of kedusha, but it takes with it a tremendous burden of debt, of avera. But the chizuk is that kedusha can be replaced. Maybe not by one individual, we don't have more rebchaims. But just like with the students of Rav, each of them took over one particular aspect of his hanhagas, of his greatness. It's the same thing for every time a Godel's nifter. If everyone takes one small amount, one, one particular point which the Tzaddik used to represent, used to manifest, then we can rebuild that connection too. And collectively we can bring that same condition back to Kali Yisrael. After Nodav Aviyah die, so Hashem tells Aaron that they shouldn't mourn, they're in the middle of doing the Avodah. But V'acheichem Kol Beis Yisrael Yibchur Tzashreif HaShasarif Hashem Kali Yisrael's job is to mourn for the loss of a Tzadik. Not just to mourn. Klayashal collectively can also work to replace what we lost when we lost the Tzadik. 